0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today is February, March 1st, 2022. It is Tuesday, and it is sort of gloomy out here in Central Florida. Um, I'm going to tell you something. When it's beautiful here, it's so beautiful, but when it's gloomy... It is equally as unbeautiful as it is as when it's beautiful. And uh, as far as restless leg syndrome, I know some of you out there listen because of my constant updates about restless legs. I know there's a lot of people out there that have it. I know some of the followers I have on my podcast listen because of restless leg syndrome. So I will talk about it briefly. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. To share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super duper um, long time yeah. okay. to Yay. boot it up. Um, and so, anyways, I, anyways, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. Right? You're listening to the Dave Fremlin show. Yeah! Um, I guess well, that's what happens, right? So, my restless psych syndrome has been in a flare up lately. Uh, You know, if you're a person with restless leg syndrome, a thing that you might need to look out for is augmentation. Augmentation usually occurs when you're doing something to treat the restless legs, usually with medications, but it can do it without it. But if you are a person with restless leg syndrome, you're probably up at night very desperate, feeling very uncomfortable and desperate. And you're probably willing, when you go to your doctor, you're probably very willing for your doctor to give you a dopamine agonist medication because that's the current treatment for restless leg syndrome. And what a dopamine agonist treatment does is it tries to stimulate your body to create dopamine at the same time as add artificial dopamine to your body. And in the beginning, it works. But what happens is over time you need a higher and higher dose and then the restless legs morphs. It changes. It comes at a different time of day, a different time of the different part of the body. It can go intratorsular. It can go intraarmular or shoulderly-ish. And so it can really morph. And then at some point you have to get off those medications. And when you do, uh, it requires a medical professional to help. With that it takes about a year i did not take a year but i also have a lot of repercussions from that if you wean off the medications too slowly you will develop a condition called dopamine agonist withdrawal syndrome and the symptoms to that are very similar to the same symptoms as post-acute withdrawal syndrome from crystal meth or cocaine and those symptoms include an increase in the restless legs and or changes in when it occurs. Um, it can also include mood swings, anger management problems, insomnia, depression, suicidal ideation, um, pain, leg cramps, foot cramps, Any you, you, uh, mood swings, really bad anger management problems. Um things like that okay so and and it can be at the drop of a hat it can come it can go and just when you think it's getting better there's a flare-up okay it's maddening as hell and um it is something that can absolutely drive a person crazy people with restless leg syndrome have incredibly high suicide rates and i can explain why that is but it's kind of needless Um, but I don't want to spend the whole podcast talking about the agony of defeat. I want to talk about like, how can it be dealt with? Because what's going to happen is the next course of action where I am, let me talk about where I am, because where I am is I have stopped taking the dopamine agonist medications. Now, a thing that needs to be known is that along the way, because I started taking them when I was in my 20s. Along the way, not only did I have to increase the way I was taking it, take it differently, add more, but let's not forget that life goes on on top of that and other things get added on top of that. Poor eating habits, uh, exercise, all kinds of things. People act in all kinds of crazy ways. And I am not immune. I took blood pressure medicine to counteract. Because also there's physical symptoms. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. Okay, when I took the Ropenerol, it made me nauseous, made me grumpy, gave me high blood pressure, made me gain weight. And so then I took other medications to counteract those uh, annoying symptoms, okay? And so that's the thing to be aware of because now I had to get off of everything. And when I got off everything, what I found is that everything has a repercussion to it if you get off of it after being on it long enough. And so um, the reason that I mention all of that is because now I'm in a new place. I'm in a place where I take no medications. I try to do everything as naturally as I can. I try to balance everything with food um, and exercise. And let me tell you, it is not easy. But what happens now is if it turns out that I will need to take another medication for restless leg syndrome, it will be in another category of medication. And that category of medication will be called uh, benzodiazepine, which is related to Valium. And up the scale it goes again until that drug runs out. And then when that stops working and I'm back in the same position I am again now, so let's say I'll be 68 or 70, then I would have to start on an opioid. And end up, when I'm 90, on methadone. And that is not the fate that I want. So I'm trying very desperately to deal with this in a very natural way. And I also don't want to be beholden to doctors. In this current day in life, doctors can't be trusted. So um, and on top of everything, I have a Liz Frank foot fracture, which causes me great agony when I step down. So um, I don't know who's continuing to bother me but anyways um so what do i do about it how what is the solution because the solution is really what's most important right so i've been in a flare-up of restless legs for the last maybe five or six days really bad i don't know what it well i don't i don't know what changed uh i assume something to do with what i'm eating something in my food uh i don't really know but it's been really problematic, and at the same time, my foot fracture has been hurting more. So, when I what I have discovered over time, over it's taken about two years now, and I'm going on like three and a half years now of getting off these medications. And so, supposedly, dopamine agonist withdrawal syndrome supposedly takes about five years to get over, and acute post-withdrawal syndrome takes approximately two years to get over. So I should be entering into an area now where things should start to get more manageable, I hope. Anyways, I don't know. I only know what's today. And so what I do today is, first of all, I try to listen to my body, okay? And we all know how not easy that is. And I try to honor the various feelings and pains and things that come up. But what I have found over time is that when I add a high amount of magnesium to my diet in the form of supplements, because it's impossible to eat enough and I do not eat the right foods, um, I have found that high doses of magnesium are extremely beneficial. And I don't know the mechanism for why that's true. But uh, I believe from the research that I've done, is that what I'm trying to do is I have determined that the cause of my problem is the lack of dopamine. And I can come I could give you another whole podcast as to the research I've done regarding that. But let's just say that the problem was started with dopamine agonist drugs, which means they're trying to add dopamine. So the problem is with dopamine, and I don't know whether it's the dopamine receptor or the dopamine maker or the whole process of dopamine is messed up in me. So my idea is give my body what it needs in order to make dopamine. And hopefully by making dopamine, it will be forced to uptake the dopamine and use it properly. The level of success that I have had has been encouraging enough to continue, although it is not a 100% perfect formula. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the 100 Dave Fremlund Show. But what I have found, here's what makes dopamine, okay? You need a protein, so you should eat meat, beans, any high-protein foods, cheese, meat, beans, okay, tuna, fish, salmon, okay, high-protein foods should be the basis of the diet, Followed by supplements of a broad spectrum of magnesium. And what I mean by broad spectrum is that magnesium comes from multitudes of minerals. And you need all of the, all of the base mineral that it comes from. So magnesium taurate comes from taurine. Magnesium glyconate, it comes from glycine. Magnesium uh, oxidate is an oxidized version of another magnesium that helps you absorb it. Uh, Magnesium aspartate is from three different forms of magnesium. Uh, Magnesium threonate, magnesium light, okay, and you also need lysine, threonate, and magnesium in as many forms as possible, okay, and potassium. So what I do is I take about 14 forms of magnesium a day in very high doses. People worry about the dose I take because it's so high. But I have found that I don't have any symptoms of overdosing in magnesium. And when I take the high amount of magnesium, it seems to help. And when I take it with the 3 and 8 and the lysine and the protein – it has to be in a way that it can be absorbed and made into dopamine, so just taking the magnesium it doesn't it helps things that need magnesium, but it doesn't have all the ingredients for dopamine dopamine it requires magnesium l lysine um, tyrosine um, m- 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 phenylalanine, and Oh, God, what's the other one? I just said it a minute ago. Some other things. And you need all of it. And you need to take it in the right amount in order for it to absorb properly. It's very hard to do that on a daily basis. And when I start to feel a high degree of restless leg syndrome and a lot of pain in my foot, if I start going, wait, I need more magnesium, and I go across the spectrum and take one of this, one of this, one of this, one of this, some of this, some of that, And take it the way that i normally take it when i'm taking it right i almost immediately get relief so what this tells me is that my body if i give it all the ingredients that it needs for magnesium it will do what it needs to do the problem is that i have a serious lack and it's like a constant need and i think my body burns it up more than normal so um You know, the project that I'm working on is building, making myself build dopamine. I am like literally forcing my body to make dopamine. That is what I am doing. And, you know, sunshine is involved with that and happy feelings and listening to music. It's a mental process as well as a physical process. But you have got to into the body the ingredients that it needs. You can't just go out in the sun and say, oh God, the sun, I'm not depressed anymore. If you don't have the proper ingredients to combat depression and you're not going to get it in food, you are not going to get it in food in today's modern American diet. So that's a lot in one podcast. It's only 13 minutes in, but I think that's enough to say for one day. So I guess I'm going to, call this podcast like you know it's really about how to deal with dopamine again i I wish i had you know other things i could actually talk about but this like is always the topic because it's the thing that every single day you know what cause what happens when you have a lack of dopamine pain restless legs depression mood swings um fatalistic thinking it's it's all there you know it's like anhedonia is a nightmare, okay? Nightmares also is another one. So I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not really any of those things, but I am a person who has struggled personally, on my own, to come up with these solutions and I have researched and researched, I've read other people's experiences, I've talked to other people, I've shared my things with my doctors, I've told them what I'm doing, and at this point, I am qualified to dispense information based on my own experience with the disqualification that this is based on my own experience and has not been researched by a doctor. However, who are you going to trust? The person who, it were. I mean, how you can't get harmed by taking magnesium, okay? You, there are a list of symptoms for an overdose of magnesium, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, a little weakness in the joints. You'll recognize it before you get hurt from it. Okay. And what is the answer for an overdose of magnesium? Water. Drink water. It'll flush it right out of you. flushes it right out. Get up and walk around the room. Any movement flushes it out. So, I mean, magnesium is used in 300 bodily functions. So if you have taken too much magnesium, lay on the couch for 30 minutes, drink a glass of water, and in an hour you'll feel fine. So, um, you know, or do a couple of jumping jacks and drink a glass of water you'll be fine. It'll use it right up. And if you're a person with restless legs or broken bones, your body is sucking up magnesium like you can't even believe. And if you have like other problems like addictions or depression or other things, I would venture to say that somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% of Americans are magnesium and dopamine depleted. I would say at least that amount. And over the last two years, it's probably gone up you know, due to the quote-unquote COVID crisis, which I will, that's for another podcast. So, you know, as I said before, I'm keeping them short, keeping them on topic. And so today's topic, very focused, very short. All right, I hope you have a good time listening and have a great day. Bye-bye. The, the opinions expressed in The Day Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The day Fremlin Show is written... Directed and produced by Dave Fremland and is a Dave Fremland production. Thank you for listening.